Yeah, let's talk about the bigger picture. Uh-huh. Let's talk about how we be ballin' playing yeah, with the yeah, bridges. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the Nets and how they always got good pictures. Jeez. Let's talk about the cats hope rescue turn them boys to winners. Uh-huh. Injuries and updates, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To the opponent, we can toe to toe, yeah, yeah, yeah. To the top, this podcast gonna go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's something you should know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Ref the District. I'm Nathan Perry, and the boys are back in town. We got the last couple weeks. He hasn't missed. Yeah, I have. Yeah. I was gone last weekend. Stoner was gone the week after that. So Trev pulled things down, but we're all back. Uh, of course, if you watched our video with Julie Donaldson, then you would mm-hmm. uh, have seen us all three in action there. I'm yeah. still on uh, leave, so you get bearded Nathan uh, uh, for for at least one more day. You get bald Trevor today. I just cut my hair before <laughs> I got on the air, so you get y'all get bald Trevor nice. today. And you got barely awake Stoner. Yeah, yep. Stoner. Oh, yeah. finishing up on like 36 hours worth of flying. <laughs> Uh, or travel and gets back. He got back today around two, and so he's he's he might fall asleep during this. So yeah, might be a little just... grumpy too. I know, I know it's when, when Stoner's <laughs> sleepy and tired. He gets a little cranky pants. So. Yeah, be careful, Trev. Watch your All tone right. with me today, Trev. I'm <laughs> See what I mean, it. y'all? See, I was he's just gonna, telling he's y'all what's going fire. <laughs> of course, this is our flagship podcast program that we also stream live on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter every mm-hmm. 7.30 on Wednesday. And then we'll put that up on any pl- audio platform that you listen to your podcast. Check us out there as well. want to yeah. appreciate those who are in the chat. My mom, Redskins yeah. Weekly, P-Dub in the house, yeah. G17 with the question, for the whiz, which I wouldn't mind answering there as well. Um, and yes, uh, there is a comment in there, but I'm not going to we'll address that. We'll save that for later. Not going to address that. Birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Nathan. Happy birthday to you. I it is my birthday. This is this is this is factual information. I share it with Dr. Mm-hmm. Seuss and Bon Jovi. Hey. Uh, amongst some other people, I'm sure I haven't looked it up in a couple of weeks uh, since we last talked about it. There are two other March birthdays on this Cheers, podcast brother. as well. Cheers. Cheers. I got water now. I'll get uh, an adult <laughs> beverage after the show. Um uh, so when we get to, uh, we just happen to be broadcasting on my birthday. <laughs> Trev's got a birthday in March. Stoner's got a birthday in March. We'll have to celebrate no, we don't. everybody's birthday together. If you would like to get me a birthday present, you can go ahead and subscribe to the channel. Oh, Dang, there we go. We are nearing the 1K mark. So uh, just make <laughs> yeah, sure that dope. you're one of those people helping us out there. Give us all a birthday gift. Uh, it'd be nice of you. Thanks, Redskin Weekly, P Dub, and my mom for the happy birthday wishes in the Aww. chat. The uh, we got a good show for you though today. We're going to yep. be talking the NFL Combine when it comes mm-hmm. to the game, and uh, we'll cool down with a little Major League Baseball talk. As uh, there's not going to be any Major League Baseball, which, by the way, if you're a Nationals fan, they are still the last team to have played 162 games during the regular season and win a championship. That's right, defending champs still. Yep. Can't deny so them. The Braves, the Braves <laughs> played 161 games last year. So, oh my gosh! So they get so so the Nationals continue to hold the full regular season title for I one guess. more year. 
Yeah. As unbelievable as that may seem. We're going to warm up with a few topics. I left these two to their own devices last week. And we were talking about earth rotating and travel and Donda. Uh, and Donda. you know what? We're going to let them kind of what, decide dude? where to drive the warm up here as well. So we can at least get away from the birthday talk. Nathan. Have you not seen the most spectacular <laughs> documentary that's ever been produced? <sighs> have you not watched that at all, Nathan? No. Listen, so you don't have to like Kanye. You to, don't. To I like, like Kanye's music. That's not the problem. Okay. Yeah, yeah right. you don't. But, the, but the, what's great about this documentary, and I think what makes any documentary great, is Somebody decided early on, whether it was <laughs> Kanye or the guy who actually did all the recording, which was Cootie, mm -hmm. and, and I don't know his full name or anything, but um, they recognized 20 years ago that Kanye West was going to be a star and that they should document what he's doing at an early age. And he, they followed him. Cootie followed him everywhere with a camera for the last Literally. 20 years. Everywhere, literally, his rise and documented everything he did to get to where he is. They have him, you know, meeting Jay Z the first time. Mm -hmm. They have him with all of these up and coming rappers from Chicago and then New mm -hmm. York. And it's just amazing to see him and see them in the studio and and putting together the the magic that is that eventually comes out on TV <laughs> or whatever. I mean, this Trev, me so I know happy. Trev loves Kanye, but you yeah. don't have to love Kanye to love this documentary. No, and then this documentary makes me love Kanye even more because like I like Sona was saying, I, I follow Kanye's music. So like I listen to what he says and stuff like that. And I watch his Donda album live streams and his follows Instagram. But like to see it all come from the beginning to where it is now. Mm -hmm. Incredible. Great. Incredible. Nathan, he had he had his jaw wire shut and he his his filmer Cootie like recorded him getting the wires taken out of his jaw. Yeah. And like, I, I the doctor was like, like, You this. can't do that. Yeah, the doctor's <laughs> yeah, like, You can't, can't do that. that. And he was like, Yeah, we're gonna do this. Like, we're doing yeah. it. You just have to watch it. It's amazing. I'm not gonna watch it, just FYI. Well, well, have, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why not? Just, I don't it's we're not telling my you jam. it's a great it's a great okay, great. And <laughs> people don't watch it. I'm saying I'm not gonna watch it. Who's not gonna watch it? I still haven't watched The Last Dance. I still haven't seen oh. what the Tiger oh. King or whatnot that people were going crazy okay. for a couple of years ago. Let's, it's just right. not my it's just Turner, not my what else thing. you wanna talk about then because he's not gonna talk about any more documentaries or anything like that. So what else do you want to talk about? Right. Well, well <laughs> one other thing. <laughs> people watch it. Let me know if you, if you in the yeah. chat, if you, if it's something you guys watched and want to watch, that's great. It's I'm just amazing. Not, it's just not. I'm not going to spend my time. Yeah, we'll get Gavin thing. to watch it. Yeah, get yeah, Gavin. It's not there you go. One other thing that <laughs> is that it animated. I watched, no. Uh, one other <laughs> yes, part of that documentary, Trev. Yeah. When he was in the studio, and it was one of the first times when he met Pharrell. Right. Yes. Yes. And this was when. He was trying to transition from being a producer. I mean, he yes. was a already a well-established producer, but mm -hmm. he wanted to be a rapper. Mm -hmm. And he's in the studio with Pharrell, and mm -hmm. he lays down one of his beats. And I forgot, mm -hmm. Through the Wire? That's what it was. Yep. It's Through the Wire, the song that he mm -hmm. wrote while his jaw was wired shut. Mm -hmm. And 
Pharrell is standing there, kind of listening to him, and then all of a sudden Kanye just breaks out into a rap on the song for like a minute or so, mm-hmm. and Pharrell's mind is blown, blown, like literally blown. He said, "I had no idea that you had <laughs> that in you. I knew yeah. you were a producer. I didn't mm-hmm. know you had that rap in you." And, and it's cr- it's just stuff like that, just to see the magic of what goes on to behind the scenes. I I don't know. And you got to see how hard and and persistent you have to be if you want to make it in that world. Because the other part I liked is when he went to Rockefeller, which is Jay-Z's record label back in the day, or maybe so now, whatever. And he went to every single department, each office, and played this song. And people were still on the phone. They weren't paying attention to it. So he would just stop and go to the next one and play for somebody over here. Yeah, They would listen and be like, okay, that's hilarious. And then just go back to what they're doing and not take them seriously at all. And since you're not going to watch it, Nathan, he yeah. spent $33,000 out of his own pocket because Rockefeller would not open up the budget, the market budget for him to make a video to be a rapper. So he spent $33,000 out of his own pocket and made the Through the Wire video. And he took it just from documentary from Cootie's footage. That's how he made the video. He just used Cootie's footage, Cootie edited it, all that, and it's, it's made amazing. a music video. It is amazing. It's great. That's what makes documentaries great. Like if you take if you take like he, something that that happened, some big deal, and they make a documentary out of it. Well, yes. that's pretty cool. But you've got twenty years worth of footage of all the behind the scenes stuff. It's a lot to go Perfect. through. It is like he, that homeless woman in the beginning of Through the Wire video. She was yeah. a homeless crackhead yeah. woman in the restaurant. And said this is gonna be Kanye West new video, and that was the intro to the Through the Wire Through the Wire video. He used that in the video. Amazing. Anyway, Amazing. yeah, go ahead. You gotta watch it. You gotta <laughs> to, watch it. To, to tie it a little bit into the commanders here, real quick. Uh-huh. You know, Jay Z yeah. has been interested in kind of getting into an NFL franchise. Oh. Would you guys want yes. Jay Z or Kanye to replace oh. Dan Snyder? Give me Jay Z because Jay Z already owns part of the what? The Nets, right? Yes. A- at least yeah. he did at some point. He might still. Yeah, so yeah. we'll go ahead and do that. We'll, we'll look, stick, Kanye can stick to fashion. Owning NBA team. I mean, he yeah. has a high school team right now, but NBA team, nah, leave it to Jay-Z on that one. <laughs> All right, Trev. I got a bone. Sonny, you didn't give an answer. Are you just going to agree with him? Anybody, insert name here. Not <laughs> any, any, anyone other than Dan Snyder. Dan Snyder. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter to me. A lot of people but, are, are requesting uh, Bezos to, to – We'll do it. Know, I don't know if that that really Amazon feel, baby. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So, so smooth transition here. Yeah. Just like that. There you go. (laughs) Great segues. I want to, I want to pick on Trevor a minute that I didn't get to do this last week. I kind of forgot about it. But I want to ask you, Trevor, and I want to hear Nathan's thoughts on this as well, because I don't know that you really noticed it when it happened. And here's a tweet from Trevor from Ooh. a while ago. I don't have the date. I just I took a screenshot and I said, "Dang, you're bringing up I'm receipts." To, I know. Yeah, I got a receipt here. All right. It Has said, it been past thirty days? Because we don't accept receipts after thirty days. <laughs> uh, no, not thirty days. Here okay. Okay. All right. Go ahead. I like how changing the crest is considered Ooh, progress. I knew progress it. I knew it. Be used until we get our guy taking snaps. <laughs> <laughs> Till then, 
Stop making news about a change in the brand new logo. Who cares? LOL. You know who cares, Trev? I know you care, Stoner. I know you care. And I know a lot lot of fans care. I know a lot of fans do care. I know they do. But is there any reason why we have to drag it out for as long as it was dragged out? I mean, it was just released. Give the people some credit. This fan base can never be satisfied for five minutes. New uniforms came out. New logos came out. Oh, the crest is wrong. Da, 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 da. Okay, People but the whole entire the crest, jersey. the whole entire crest is different. I didn't even pay attention. That's because me personally, the, the numbers, oh, the whole crest is different. Mm-hmm. So if they made a mistake, okay, it's going to happen. It's a brand. It's a rebrand. It's going to happen. The red is still red, not burgundy on the white uniforms like you just said, Nathan, like, Okay. It is burgundy. It matches the helmet. People who've seen it in person will tell yeah, you. Yeah, but so like the burgundy like, matches the helmet. The my... only reason why it doesn't look that way in photographs is because of the gradient, and then you're taking a picture of it. So and yeah, that exactly. so that's my whole thing. Like, yes, that is it's progress. Okay, because you changed the numbers, but damn it, is it really going to matter at, by week eight what the crest says if we're losing? No, no, it's not. So I think that we spent too much time on the little things and and making it a big thing rather than focus on the big thing and make it a smaller thing. It's progress in the front office field, I guess, but as a whole organization. We still need. We talked with Julie about that. But not like cool, but we need progress on the damn field. We've, We've had so many changes already. We've already made this progress. We put the people in line to do the rebrand. So that's already part of the progress. Changing the numbers on the crest is a department in the whole progress of the front office. That's what I was trying to say. I, I think it's I I'd like to see that they're listening though. And they are, uh, but damn shout like... out here to P4. I'm gonna tie this into his here. P4, congratulations on being a season ticket holder. Uh, I mean, seemed yeah. like there was a lot of people going Dropping out and getting gun, season tickets, uh, and and <laughs> there's that excitement again. We had that excitement last off season. Now there's we, you know the yeah, the rebrand. They did the those tables. Before. Those tables were like that's five thousand dollars for cool. for the Same tables. Beer. Same beer they're going to serve, so I don't. That's yeah. not progress. Apparently, I guess the table the table does come with like perks, like beers and food and yeah, stuff. So, but- um, so I mean, the fact that they're able to sell out those tables, the fact that they had a lot of people committed to season tickets, like P four, I think that that's that's they're good. You want to see in. that kind of progress? Yes, we're all being ash burned, yeah, uh, yet again. <laughs> And mm-hmm. I am seeing right through that this year. I will not be Ashburn this year. I've been Ashburn yes, for 34 yeah. years. Yes, I'll be 30. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not a It took you 20 minutes to like the name Commanders. You went from hating it. <laughs> hey, but I didn't get season tickets. I'm not spending thousands of dollars on season tickets when we don't even know who's taking the snap for us. We It could be Taylor Heineke. And all those mm-hmm. season ticket holders out there are going to go watch Taylor put, Heineke I'll, take I'll every put snap. Money on Taylor Heineke I'm just saying, no offense, P4 Boxing. I'm glad you're a season ticket holder. That's awesome. New perks. But if Taylor Heineke is taking snaps, enjoy that while you're sipping your $20 <laughs> beer. And I'm at home sipping my $10 beer watching the same product on the field. So well, that's why I'm not jumping the gun. Yeah, I'm not getting Ashburn. So, Stoner, I He's apologize sincerely for affecting you about the crest <laughs> and, all military and all fan base and everything. But in a like legit, real, like not realistic, but like football sense. Mm-hmm. We, cool. The, we, okay. All you know of that, like, I, 
all of that was actually very well explained. I think. Trent. Okay. I think you. I think you put it really nicely. I just don't have but, enough characters on Twitter. But what you. <laughs> but, what can't be done, or what I think can't be done, is for something good to happen, and then for people to say, "Well, that's that's not enough." Of course, it's not enough, but it's something they're doing. It something. is. They did listen, and <sighs> as much as you want to say if the crest, the numbers on a crest, are a big deal or not, they're not in the grand scheme of things. What's a big deal is if you produce a Super Bowl contender that's the ultimate goal but these little sure. things are they put the crest out there everybody mm-hmm. said you did it wrong so okay. fix it and they did and okay. they didn't have to yeah they did or else they, they, would never have to. Let, they would never hear the <laughs> end of it to. jason jason actually <laughs> several times kind of was a staunch defender of nope this is what it says it's supposed to be 92 it's okay. supposed to be you know all these the uh, dates yeah. and everything he was he so he he was not exactly leaning into that now behind the scenes <laughs> that's actually where you did they were they were doing some of the work right like the, the there was uh, reports that came out that they did approach the NFL about using the roman numerals apparently they couldn't do that mm-hmm. just Silly, it's Roman numerals. Anybody can use Roman numerals. I know Um, this might not be in their department, whoever's in charge of changing the crest or logo, but I'm just saying also, look how fast it took them to do that, but look how slow it's taken them to do the more important things of this organization. So I just want to make that clear as well. okay if they take their time on the thing that matter. You know? One of my... One of my big things always is nothing is like linear. Okay. It's not like if they don't change it, then Mm -hmm. nothing else is going to change. It's not, it's not that easy, but -hmm. when they do something right, when they do listen to the fans who are not happy about it and when there is a big outrage about it and they do Mm -hmm. something about it, that's significant. That's, that's, that's the word. There you go. That's the word that should be used instead of progress, I think, because okay. prog- like significant is way better than progress. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's not necessarily progress in terms of what the ultimate goal is, which is, of course, producing a contender on and, the field. It's and not a, a good those two again. It's not linear. It's no. not because of this. Then this happens. It, significant. It, it's something that you look at and you say, "Cool, they listen." Now let's move on to. I would. You know what? Quarterback. And who who's who are the great players coming out of the combine this year? Which I'm tweeting, is... I'm gonna tweet right now that <laughs> the changing of the crest is significant. All right. Well, while he's tweeting that, <laughs> we're gonna go ahead and move on Not to the progress. combine and we're gonna talk about the progress that can happen this week. In fact, Ron's made a couple of interesting comments that we're going to be talking about, and we're going to talk mm-hmm. about who they should be looking at, mm-hmm. what their goals should be, all that coming up here on The Game, sponsored by Pacers Running. The Game is brought to you by Pacers Running Stores. Pacers has six stores in Northern Virginia and D.C. For the best running footwear, apparel, and gear, just stop by or schedule a virtual fitting with the best running experts in the business. Pacers Running exists to help as many people as possible through running. For every run, it's Pacers Running.
Welcome back to the game. I want to thank uh, both William and P4 for the birthday wishes. Yes, it is, in fact, my birthday today. I am 37 years old. Good Lord. Oh, wow. You can see the gray in the beard. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sorry about uh, that. That was my reaction to that. All right, let's do it. Combine talk. Dave. Combine. The NFL scouting combine yeah. is happening right now. There's basketballs being thrown. Uh, you know, if you saw the thumbnail for this, it's uh, Sam Howell doing his little uh, press interview. Philadelphia mm-hmm. had him toss a basketball into like the little kitty hoop. Um, I don't think they're looking at him. I think they're just doing due diligence. Uh, so it'll, it, what do you guys think of the combine as a whole? Well, personally, I love the combine. I love watching these guys do their drills and their forties and they're jumping and, and, and all that stuff. And you get to kind of compare them to the past and you get these combine warriors who come out of nowhere. You have no Jimmy idea who Davis, they are. Yeah. Sam and then all Cosme. of a sudden they're, they're into the first round, but Sorry, yeah, but the one thing the thing, that I'll always say right. about this 40 impressed Deion Sanders. Yeah, that's all. Um, Go ahead. The one thing I'll say about these, this combine though, is that as a fan, I don't care about any of that stuff either. As far as when it comes to Washington, because all you get are lies and subterfuge. Remember that word? And yeah, I do. Yeah. And, and all of this talk and everything and nobody's telling the truth and nobody's giving you any information and as a fan we have no idea what's going on behind the scenes but it's just it's just kind of fun to watch these guys work out and compare them to each other and compare them to the past and so that's what i think of the comment it's great from a fan perspective but let's not get too excited about certain news that comes out like Ron Rivera's press conference and Marty Mayhew's and all the other coaches that had their press conferences. Nobody's telling the truth. So don't <laughs> so Mitch Trubisky put- is not someone you'd want to marry your daughter. Um, I, I don't want Trubisky to ever come out of my mouth. Okay. I don't want to ever say that name. Because oh I don't God. want it anywhere near my team. Uh, well, oh my unfortunately, God. we're going to have to talk about it, uh, especially we're going to be doing a tier video that will oh. come out this week. So okay. he's he's on that list. And he might be one of the 40, 42 quarterbacks that uh, the team's looking at. Both Mayhew and Ron Rivera talked a little bit about that. Uh, we'll get to that in a moment. Trev, I want you to be able to answer the, the question, though, on the combine. He likes it from a – from a perspective as like a fan, it's fun to watch. They've definitely made it into an entire, like it used to be just an event for the the teams. And we kind of, mm-hmm. you'd get reports from it. Now it's a full on TV spectacle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trev, what are your feelings on the combine? I don't give a damn about the NFL combine, to be honest, <laughs> until the coaches speak, but watching all the players do the drills, they're doing all that stuff without pads, without contact. I could run a 4-4 if I really wanted to without pads. Trapke was amazed, like amazed Dion by that. his speed. Okay, we will. Amazed <laughs> by his speed. But it's like he put pads on, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but Trapke is just known as a special teams ace. Like that speed doesn't – I mean, it translates to that, but that's it. Mm-hmm. So, like, the combine, I don't care how fast you can run, how much you can lift. 
If you can't make a block, if you can't shed a block, if you can't make a tackle, you know what I'm saying? Then I don't care what you, how high you jumped and touched the thing or how far you jumped in some sand or whatever. I don't care. Now, when it comes to the coaches talking, yes, it is a lot of smoke. But it's also some, a little bit of truth, a little bit of things to get the rumor mill going. And who knows, maybe some nuggets are truthful, but we think it's just smoke and end up being true. Uh, when it comes to, I guess we're alluding, alluding to this, the Ron Rivera press conference, I take everything he says seriously. Marty Mayhew, not, not so much now because, well, more oh, serious he, than Marty Mayhew because he's already admitted that he said too much back in January about Brandon he's, he's, he's about to be tight-lipped again. It's like, yeah, great, I'm dude. Sure. Like, well, now I don't believe a damn thing you say anymore, so you better be <laughs> tight-lipped. But what Ron says, at least I believe it more. I take a little bit more stock into it, a little more value. So when it comes to my team's coaches and owners, I pay attention more than that rather than who runs the fastest cone drill or whatever. So Because like you, you said, Jamin Davis, he was – uh huh. Yeah. And now we're already talking about we need somebody who can make who can cover a linebacker, and we just got him last year at nineteen. Yeah, so which is weird because he yeah. he was a coverage linebacker. So exactly. That's, that's so the, the combine to me does not so. matter. It's just strength training. I disagree with you there, Trev. I think that there are some very important things. Now, I don't think the combine is the end all be all. Sure. I think no. that the, the, that's the the stuff the on the tape starter. is is what is what they should focus on. Now, what I like about the combine is these events do give you data points. Maybe there's something they weren't being coached right. And you can, you can take a guy who had, uh, you know, your four, four speed Trev Mm -hmm. and you're like, Hey, this guy didn't really show it, but maybe it's because he wasn't being coached properly on how to use that speed, but we Mm -hmm. can pull that out of him. Now, sometimes Mm -hmm. you can't, Jamin Davis is a good example of that where they thought, hey, this guy has a lot of the the measurables we're looking for. Maybe we can, you know, tune this into somebody who can be a middle linebacker uh, and, you know, see what you get out of there. So I like the data points from this. Yeah. Yeah. I think that what's more important to the teams are those interviews, which is what even Ron Rivera is talking about is getting in Mm -hmm. there and getting to know the person, how it how that person fits on your team so yeah you know what i thought was you know what i thought was funny is that somebody somebody tweeted this out and and i'd like to give credit to them but i can't remember exactly who it was but last year washington's draft was you know in order from first round was middle linebacker the one who uh, did that who is that colin colin okay colin last yeah last year was middle linebacker offensive tackle slash guard wide receiver uh, cornerback, mm-hmm. safety, or whatever, as you get towards the later rounds. This year, it may be the exact same uh, drafting. It could be in the first round. It could be middle linebacker, then offensive tackle slash guard, then wide receiver, then quarterback, because obviously last year's draft didn't produce the type of players that they had hoped it would be. And, and that could be, oh boy, like you said, maybe the combine – they put too much stock into the combine and not yeah. enough in the, on the tape when you exactly when you bro. Guys. But that's what I mean, I'm who saying. Knows? All these guys can still develop. Maybe we got to give them time and they got to uh, focus on other positions, but man, it, it's almost sad that we could be basically having the exact same draft as last year with, with the guys that we're going to be drafting. Mm. 
not good. I mean, you, they at least hit on the the linemen, but with Sheriff leaving is is the uh, the problem. Yeah. Cosme, yeah, Cosme's a dude. Cos- Cosme is a dude. Yes, yes. He's he's legit. It's uh, and Schweitzer can be, be the sheriff. We'll be all right. Yeah, I yeah. agree, Tommy T. That Deami Brown looks exciting, and we were excited about him last year. I do think that they'll end up taking another wide receiver. I think that they want somebody taller, and I think they they're they're looking for. Uh, some some uh, good stuff there. P Dub's gonna race you, by the way, Trev. Oh. P Dub, I I am welcoming all smoke. Oh, Alcatone was teasing I, I him. Yeah, Alcatone. Yeah. I got you too, bro. I know you're just messing, but lace him up, dog. We running. <laughs> Meet me at the um, combine, bro. <laughs> so what should we're gonna get again? We're gonna get to Rivera's comments and and uh, Mayhew's comments in a little bit. But yeah. what for the combine? What should they be looking for? What should the commanders be looking for these next few days? Quarterbacks, quarterbacks, cornerbacks, and cornerbacks. I don't think, and I don't follow like college like Josh Taylor does as much, but Shout I don't Josh. know the, the like good any good linebacker prospects that are being talked about like they were last year with Jock from Cleveland Browns, Jamin Davis from Kentucky. You know, they were getting some talks during this time, too. I don't hear anything about that outside of N'Kobe Dean, and he might be gone by the time 11 gets there. So uh, quarterbacks, 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 and find a nice young rookie cornerback that you can pair with St. Juice as well. Like, I think St. Juice is good, but we really don't know. He was concussed a lot this year. That's a telltale sign. Maybe he's not as healthy like a Jordan Reed that we had. You know, he has a talent, but he just can't stay healthy. So maybe just go deep and get a cornerback. Um in this draft class and offensive linemen can never, you can never hurt by drafting one of those guys in the draft, no matter what round. So quarterback O-line cornerback. I mean, if they drafted any position at this point at at number 11 or whatever it is in the next round, 40, 42, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If they drafted anybody, it would be considered a need, right? If they, Maybe the only thing that they wouldn't draft, assuming that they re-sign McKinsey, running back. Talk of that, right? Is running back. You would mm-hmm. say, well, wait a minute. There's not a need there. At least right. not but within if, the first four rounds for running. Yeah, back. but if they drafted mm-hmm. receiver, if they drafted lineman, linebacker, maybe defensive lineman. You don't want to do that. Just that's right, you don't. Right. Yeah. But if they drafted mm-hmm. a stud corner or a safety or, or any of those, if you say, okay, that makes sense. We need that. Right. right, there isn't any position that's that's off limits. Like I said, maybe mm-hmm. defensive lineman and running back. even, even Julie in our on our interview with her this week, she mm. even said, you know, there's needs at every position. Absolutely, right. right. So, and if the quarterback class isn't as strong this year, that means that all the other positions aren't going to be nearly as strong either. If the quarterback positions is not that strong for the combine, so for this year's combine, like you said, uh, Stoner, if you can draft whatever you need in the first two rounds. Yeah, great. But if you want to do uh, position specific in this draft class, quarterback, cornerback, and lineman, I think personally. And, and then you've got to figure out also free agency comes first, right? Free yes. Starts yes. Like next week, basically. Yeah, no. Tampering period. March 16th. Yeah. So yeah, then maybe maybe your draft needs become less yeah, of a need can, because it you can completely you know, change yep. based on what you do in free agency. Free, yep. And your quarterback, too. Literally your quarterback. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So if they go out and, you know, there's there's all the talk about all these different quarterbacks, but let's just say they somehow wheel and deal and they get Russell Wilson, then mm-hmm. you're probably not drafting a 
Desmond Ritter or a no. um, Kenny Pickett, or they probably wouldn't have that. You know Unless I mean? he's there at the Carson's, spot that we're picking at, and he's the yeah, best player well, available. Well, probably not, but probably not, because you're not going to waste capital if you've got Russell Wilson back there for the yeah. next four or five years. Yeah. So it, it all depends on free agency. You can You can do all the talk you want now about – we love this guy and we want this position, but that can completely change when free agency comes around. You know what? I'm so glad I'm not in charge of any of that stuff. <laughs> oh man. That's just, it's a that's it's just a insane. off season is a full time gig. So <laughs> here we guys, are like, why the hell did you pick him? It's like, well, yeah. they've been researching for three months and this is yeah, like, you know, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just like the fan base, you kind of you go hot on one guy and then you start looking at another guy. I know I've done it with the QBs. Uh, currently, mm-hmm. I'm watching a lot of Ritter. Uh, yeah, no, you said it on stuff. Twitter. I'm like, and I'm just, I'm just like, all right, I, I can get behind Ritter. Uh, you know, that seems good. And it's just like, wait a minute, like, you know, they, you know, uh, there's, I think the combine's going to start to settle the QB the situation mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. which ones are going to go early, which ones are going to go a little bit later. Uh, How, for instance, I think has since the senior bowl has kind of his stock hasn't Mm-mm. risen the same as mm. like Malik Willis, who Malik Willis before the senior bowl was mm. looking like a second or third round pick. Now all of a sudden he might be QB one. Yeah. Malik Willis will not be there at 11. Just I'm just throwing that out there right now. Well, very it, it's gonna be it, the people the the mock drafts right now, it's lying season, first off. But the mock yes. drafts are hilarious mm-hmm. because yeah. Any pick there's some, there some mock mock drafts that don't have QBs going into like the 20th. Mm-hmm. No. Stop. Stop I, that, why not? Why not? I, I will put wow. a dollar. Excuse me. I'll put a dollar mm-hmm. right now right. that there will be right. two QBs taken in the top ten. No. Are you serious? Oh, I'm with you, Nathan. 100%. There will be two QBs in the top 10. Uh, give me y'all's money right now. That's One. All right. Trev's going to take it. I, okay. it. People are going to reach for that guy that they think can do it. Willis is one that te- teams are talking themselves into right now that could p- potentially be young Cam Newton. That could be well, yeah, they, they you know, the, the next big thing because the, the ceiling Denver. for that guy is pretty high. Yeah. And so Kenny Pickett, right. well, the biggest knock for Kenny Pickett, really realistically, is his his hand size, right? So, and that doesn't matter because Joe Birds went to the Super Bowl with the same size hand. So yeah. no, that, actually, there's there's a that. sizable difference. Uh, but Joe he Burrows was like he does like nine inch hands. <laughs> Kenny Pickett's are apparently like a eight and a quarter. They said the same thing Pretty about Joe at this time last year, and now Joe. Yeah, Tyler Super Murray, Bowl. that so, was a knock like on Tyler said, Murray. Yep. And he, that guy, what a baby. But anyway, (laughs) the, so you guys (laughs) talked a little bit about the targets, but what about goals? Like what, what should they be, you know, not, not who they should be looking at, but Mm -hmm. what should they be looking to accomplish this week? You know, what do you think? Representing the Washington commanders, letting people know that, yeah, Dan Snyder is the owner, but Dan Snyder, we are the commanders. We're here. We're here to change the change the world, change the culture again, rebrand, change everything. We we mean business. We're prepared to make any move necessary to get our guy. Last year we kind of put our foot in the door. Now we've opened the saloon door. We in there. Where's our drink at? That's how. That's what we are right now. So that's our goal. Let us know. Let people know that we are for real. We're not the laughing stock of the league anymore. And and is that going to happen? Is that what's going to happen? Is it going to be we uh, to, our play is going to be made? To be honest, 
maybe this is ash burning, but I have a a little bit of a gut feeling that we might for real bring the heat trying to get our guy this year. Now yeah. that we know what Matt Stafford, what it took to get him, and Ron saying no Any one's going, no one's talking about it today. What what get you know got up? You know what they would be doing if they stuff. lost though. They'd be talking about exactly what yeah, it cost to get. You're right. So you're it's right. to me that but, I, I didn't really buy into that as much as some others did. But, and I agree. Yeah. If it works, no one talks about the cost. Well, no one's going to be sitting there and like saying, "Oh, you gave up all this for for him." But if we it saw. doesn't pan out, like mm-hmm. if they give up a third round pick for for Jimmy G, mm-hmm. and That's Jimmy fine. G only wins seven games this year, mm-hmm. people are going to talk about how they gave up a third round pick for 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 Jimmy G. Of course, I just and think they could have gone with the Howl or a Ritter and gotten the same results, which might may or may not be true. Rookies are a bit of a mm-hmm. of a difference. I just but, feel like we have more of a plan, like a definitive plan. This listed time. out 40 – well, the, the, they they didn't give us the list, but they did say, tell uh, media that they had a, have a list of 42 to 40 quarterbacks that they were going down. Now, the list is much smaller. I have a feeling that there's rookie QBs on that mm-hmm. list as well. Mm-hmm. I do think that they are being aggressive, and I think this is, for me, their goal. Uh, we have in there uh, from Tommy T signed the free agents. I think that one's pretty big there. The, mm-hmm. the uh, agents are down there as well. Mm-hmm. The other teams are down there as well. We the goal this yeah. should oh, be talks working happening. with those agents, working with those teams, trying mm-hmm. to move them, you know, move the needle a little bit. You have Seattle coming out. Pete Carroll said today, not trading Wilson. They're going to trade him. <laughs> <laughs> he sounded so unconfident. <laughs> when he said that, yeah, yeah, well, them, bro. yeah, yeah, for sure, they're trading them. It's it's going to be interesting. I mean, you got Rodgers, who's who's uh, likely going to stay in Green Bay, but I mean, you got to at least have those conversations with with those uh, with those teams. And I think that's what's going to happen. I mean, you're you're probably going to have Ron and company also talking to them about the the uh, free agent class. You know, they're going to talk to the Raiders about Mariota. They're going to talk to mm. the Bills if they've had, they've probably already okay. about Trubisky. I can say it all hey, I want. Stoner, how can you not say Mitch Trubisky, but you can say Taylor Heineke? How the hell can you do that? Well, the, the Mitch Trubisky has been to the playoffs, bro. Okay. More than one. I'm not saying uh, we're going to get in. Are we going to get into this right now, Trev? No, we we're not. Okay. We'll get into that on the tiering. All right. We can talk about that. We can talk well, about that in our tiering video. Some of um, the things that Ron Rivera is saying right now, I think is a direct correlation to he is seeing his coaching mortality. He is seeing that, that <laughs> uh, you know, the, the tunnel, whatever it is, whatever the, the light at the end of the tunnel, which is, is a train coming. Yeah, there's a train coming, right? Yep. If he doesn't <laughs> yeah. get the job done this year, he'll hit by that his, train. His time is up here. I truly believe that they can't go. They can't have it's, another seven and ten years. Which is why even I believe if it's a rookie quarterback, you can't do it. So he knows that he's got to do whatever it takes. He's got to mortgage the future. What does he care about what this team? Looks which like is for, precisely years? why he's pointing to the Stafford trade as as like no one cares no because one cares. they won, right? That's and right. he doesn't. He doesn't care. And Stoner, you've said this quite a few times as far as McVeigh and ever uh, in that situation is. You do you do that because you're not going to be there in five but, years. So what does it also, matter if the organization's in a bad spot? Yeah, I'm yeah, you're right. But also, did the Rams trade any core players to go get Matt Stafford? 
Well, trade Jared away Goff. Picks. And, well, and cool Jared Goff, players. they traded their starting quarterback. Okay. Them so that's true. Get a starting quarterback. You're yeah. not, tra- but, not like, trading. I'm talking about I mean, other positions you, the of, on the team, like a lineman, a receiver. No. So we don't have to do that. And I hope we don't do that. I just hope we just give right. draft picks and maybe a Deron Payne fight. Get him out of there. Montez, <laughs> but, um, Montez Sweat's yeah. probably the guy who they're probably going to get rid of, which is and is one of those things that they do have to. Uh, they have time, a little bit of time to yeah. to make that decision. But his fifth year option is coming up, so they're probably going to have to take care of that here uh, soon. Now we've kind of talked about the Rivera comments, and since yeah. we're on Rivera and his his stuff, let's go let's go specifically about his interview that he had with okay. the CBS crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned Stoner about how there's the train coming, the light at the end of the tunnel is a train, and it's coming straight for him. Right? He's he knows that, and he's mm-hmm. he's he's telling people he this team is it needs a vet QB. He doesn't want mm-hmm. to put his chips on, onto a rookie QB mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. develop and, and, and risk that because if that QB mm-hmm. flames out and we've taught, had this conversation on Twitter as well, a rookie QB is not going to save him. A rookie QB that d- does perf- performs poorly has struggles beating out Taylor Heineke for the starting position. Everything is just as damning as taking a swing and a miss on one of these vet QBs, but Mm -hmm. the vet QBs, you at least have a little bit more knowledge on how they perform within the NFL game. And this is one of the things that concerns me about that interview. I don't know if, uh, if, if you, you two felt this way, but one of the things that concerned me wasn't the vet comment, but it was more so his, you know, hit the talk around it on how he he just didn't seem confident that he could get there with anything other than a vet. Does that make sense? Yep. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, well, he's already tried the other he ways. He's already tried it with the young QB, the Dwayne Haskins. He's already tried it with Bingo. Taylor Heineke. Uh, Bingo. Although that wasn't his plan. His plan was Ryan Fitzpatrick, but he saw the limitations of a Taylor Heineke and a Taylor Heineke type. He's seen that he's seen mm-hmm. what it takes. Now mm-hmm. he was lucky. He had Cam Newton. Yeah. And he admits that. Yeah. Admits and that. a franchise guy that carried his team year mm-hmm. after year after year. And all he had to do was but, focus on the rest of the team. And, and also now, he was a stud in college too. So that helps. Yeah, These quarterbacks that really aren't studs like that. So yeah, absolutely. So, so now he's seen that over these two years, he's seen that he can't do it with a rookie, mm-hmm. uh, you know, project type with Dwayne Haskins. He mm-hmm. can't do it with just some random guys mm-hmm. uh, out there from the street. Except well, for the fact that he somebody. said that though. This is, this is the part that also concerns me is he's just like, you don't need a great QB. He said, which that. is fine. Yeah, but Mariota has played in the NFL before. Mitch Trubisky has played in the NFL before. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo has been to the Super Bowl and won and played in two conference championships. Taylor Heineke has played at ODU, the XFL, the AF, and his sister's couch. Okay, that's the difference. Would you okay. list Mariota, Trubisky, and Jimmy G as great quarterbacks? No, but they're mediocre more than Tara Heineke, which means you can win with the Mariotas and the Trubisky's and the Jimmy G's. You can't win with the mediocrity of the Taylor Heineke's, the people who are literally the Josh Johnson's, the people you sign literally off the street 
to play to be your starting oh, quarterback. I, I can't. You wait. can't do that. I can't wait till uh, we record our. It's going to be. He realized you can't do that. But he legit. And we've talked endlessly about the QB situation. You need the guy. You need a good QB. Mm-hmm. And Ron's trying to tell us you don't need a great QB. I don't. That even doesn't think concern you. I don't even think. I, mean, I hope he doesn't that, believe it. But he also he followed up by saying, "If you don't get the great QB, get the average, then you build around that, and then that you know that helps out your team." He followed up by saying that he didn't say you necessarily can't win with them, but if you have a mediocre quarterback, then you have to focus on the rest of your team and how your team can accelerate. If you get the guy, you don't have to worry about that because you have it, a guy. It covers he automatically, up a few yeah, he did so, say he did say that, can, I, and I fully can. agree with. Building the other parts, okay. Yeah, but it seems like the 49ers. Hello, it I mean. seems like he's not as high on necessarily, he's not really outside of the fact that they are committed to taking a big swing in the trade because market. That outside of that, he doesn't seem like QB's really that big of a concern for him. He just wants to get the rest of the team and then you know, kind of limp along with somebody who's mid-tier at best. Nah, dog. We need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Need a quarterback. Yeah, uh, yeah bro. I think, he, yeah. I think this and he team, knows that. We, we talk about that. You've been mentioning it all along here, that the guys around him and everything. These guys around in all the positions can be mm-hmm. good enough with if the right man behind center. Amen. They can be. I mean, you don't look have at- to have superstars at every single position. Quarterbacks make everybody better, including the defense. They make AKA, all of them better. Who, who's the, who's the, one of the greatest examples of that? that Tom makes, Brady? Well, yeah, Tom Brady. I mean, all Literally. these guys do. The Mahomes. And, I mean, he and went, yeah. All these guys Josh Allen's, that. like, yeah. And Absolutely. that's what you need. You that doesn't need... mean you're going to win the Super Bowl every year. And I don't want that. Contender. I just want to be a contender. I don't want to right. be. I mean, I do want a Super Bowl, but like realistically, <laughs> as a yeah. as a fan, I'd love to win the Super Bowl every year. As a fan, though, like I don't. I'm tired of being saying we have the pieces to be a contender, and then by the time Week Nine comes, it's like we're not in that conversation anymore. I want to be in the contending conversation from Week One till mm-hmm. Week 18 when we start the playoffs and we have a first round bye or we're part of the wild card. You know, not you know that's what I want. Super Bowl. We're, we're hosting a wild card game. Let's be we're, realistic. We're we the, we're, the, we're a realistic yes. team to make yeah. the 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 NFC Championship game right now. Yeah, again, we, bro. We, we've talked about this before. Washington games. hasn't been there in three decades since winning when the Super ten, Bowl and not even made it back to the games, championship dude. game. Yeah, ten games. Yeah, I mean, we, look at Terry McLaurin. We all talk about. We all want to talk about thousand how great yards, he is, right? And look at all the skills he's had at quarterback. Put somebody mm-hmm. legit back there and see what and Terry Thorne is going to do. And see Bruh. what these weapons like uh, Gibson and Logan Thomas and mm-hmm. McKissick. And Curtis Samuel. Samuel. He's healthy. Dax Brown. All these guys can become that much better than if you have a legit quarterback. And <laughs> yes. we're not breaking any news here. We're not telling you something that no. you, that everybody doesn't already just know. talking about but it because Ron says you don't need a great QB. He does. You, he knows it. He's lying to himself. He's got no. I mean, I, he's saying that because he's. I mean, he pays attention to the league. I mean, it's true. You don't. I mean, Mac Jones was not that great, but he made him to, took him to the playoffs. Jimmy G was hurt three times this year. He lost an FC Championship game. Mm-hmm. All he had was Debo and Trent Williams. That's it. 
and well, a pretty that, good defense for outliers. these otherworldly talents. But, that's what I'm saying. We have more. Outlier. We have more than what the Niners did. I mean, we do. We have more talent and more stuff on that. So it's just I feel I get where he's coming from. I think he's saying that if if we can't land the big wigs, and we have to get a mediocre quarterback, we can still win. Is what I do saying. think that's what he that's what he says he's softening the blow for that and which yeah. is another thing we've talked about is they are trying to take a big swing at rogers at wilson uh, rogers is coming know, to he, dc y'all I'm he, telling he you. talked about you know he was asked about what uh watson what do you what do you need to see from mm-hmm. from that situation he mm-hmm. wants some resolution before really kind of going after that but it, these are the qbs that they really want to take a swing at more realistically, though, we're going to end up with one of these free Mr. agent Trubisky, QBs, which is baby. why we're going to do a tier video uh, this week. It'll be out later this week. It's why they need to take a, a good look at these QBs this during this combine and have these these you know the, the information there because they will likely end up with a free agent QB you don't like, <laughs> and they're going to draft a guy. And I'm still saying right now. Wait. What? As of this moment, I'm going to keep uh, my hot take from the end of the season. I don't mm-hmm. think they take a QB at 11. Well, because well, they're going to draft, they're going to send that draft pick away. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it depends on what happens in free agency. I might be right there with you. So I, I, I think Aaron that Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Washington. Mark that would be Wilson. something. They do have a little bit of cap space, but they have to re-sign Terry, and I think they're going to want to do it now because if they get a quality QB. Mm-hmm. That Q, he's gonna he's gonna have an amazing season, and then you're gonna have to pay him that, even think, that much more. You think? I know we're kind of segue like whatever, but do you think Terry waits to see who that is before he signs that extension? Um, I don't think it's necessary for him. Yeah, I don't. Think uh, I think I think that if he believes in the organization, yeah, then he'll sign. And if he's having questions of, on the organization, that's what because he's pro, he's proven that he can he can perform regardless of who's back there. That's right? what I'm saying. He just I hit a thousand, out, yeah, <laughs> just, a thousand yards off of Taylor Heineke for a full season, right? Just tell me Taylor's not starting. Oh, where do I sign? <laughs> That's all you got to tell me. Yeah. And I'm, yeah I'm One thing I want to I want to ask, I kind of felt like this, the end of the, the, the season there, that last game, week 18, do you think that they really pushed to get both of – uh, Gibson and McLaurin, their 1,000 marks to make it m- that yeah. much more attractive for a QB. Do you think that oh, was deliberate that they had a feed? Because that's that's a note that Ron Rivera has been been beaten here yeah. for the last <laughs> what, yeah. the, since, the, be, since the offseason started. We have a 1,000 yard numbers. receiver. We have a 1,000 yard running back. Running back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Every, yeah. every conference he says that. Yeah, and I remember that last game. I was very anti those guys playing because there wasn't anything to play for. Yep. But maybe you're right. Is. Maybe it was a long term uh, play that they were doing that Coach Rivera was doing to get those numbers up, just so that oh, makes it a little bit more attractive. I'm so telling y'all, we're gonna, we're, shock, we're gonna shock the world this year. I'm telling you, with this, this is quarterback. <laughs> we're gonna shock the world. I think. I think I the biggest in shock one way or be, another would be a a. a uh, a Deshaun Watson as P four wants. Uh, Bro, I'm telling you, house. that would be the biggest shock. I'll... So, all right, mm-hmm. I, Tommy. I don't know how many people on. are going to get a Trubisky. There will probably be one. I'll get. Well, he's a Tar Heel. Lord knows when I when we did go to the, the games. Brown, Trubisky. Um, you saw some just crazy, crazy QB jerseys that people were getting. 
We'll talk ourselves into it if Trubisky ends up being the quarterback come March 16th. We'll talk ourselves into how, you know, he's had, you know, he's never thrown a pick six and he's, you know, got a winning record. People will talk themselves into it. People will he's be friends with Charles Leno. He is. And Mayhew's got the connection as well. All right. Back on the combine. Yeah. Is there anybody who you are looking at this combine? Not. I, you know, I'm not. Give a damn. I'm not Josh Taylor or Michael Haas or, yeah, or yeah. any of those guys who study all this stuff. Listen, whoever whoever is the star when it comes to number eleven when they make their pick, they're going to sell me on it, and I'm going to be all in like I was with Jamin <laughs> Davis. I mean, yeah, I was a JOK as... guy, right? And yeah, and they passed him up for Jamin Davis, and I was like. Who's that? And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you watch it and everything. And you're like, I'm hyped. This guy's gonna be awesome. And then, of course, he sucked. But He's bad. Who, yeah, whoever <laughs> he is, we're hey, we're yeah. gonna fall in love with him. That's for sure. I know that. I don't know. I don't know if we yeah, are. Yeah, you not, will. Brother. You will. <laughs> we'll sell it. No, we won't. I didn't fall in love with Jamin Davis. And I was he, right the whole time. He, he <laughs> definitely hated on Jamin Davis the entire time. <laughs> the I think one thing that's interesting to watch is the QBs. All uh, all the big wig, uh, big name QBs are going to be throwing. So that's going to be you know I know it's in mm-hmm. a t shirt, some shorts, so you're not it's not necessarily the same, but you'd still want to see them perform well there. Uh, Malik Willis yes. is taking himself off of the forty, which I think is a very smart move. For him, Interesting. he's got game tape showing his speed. You don't need to go out there because if he runs a four six, if he can't outrun Ooh. Trev, who can run a four four, that's right. Then, then that only hurts his stock, right? So don't yeah. run. Just go out there, do the things well, that that's my you point. need to do to improve. Uh, Pickett, he, however, is going to do all, all of the drills. He's going to run too. He's going to do fine. all of the drills. Mm-hmm. He wants to show people cool. his athleticism. So that way, you know, that comes off, which I honestly think is a little crazy because I thought his mm-hmm. athleticism came off with that fake slide move, right? Like you could see the fact that he's, you know, got moves. Tom Brady has athleticism. That sh- doesn't mean anything. Yeah, relatively speaking. He has, he oh, has sure. some he could He could be at least two-thirds <laughs> of us in a 40, you know, even at the age of 40. Maybe not Trav in his 4-4 speed there. <laughs> That Malik Willis opting out of the 40 brings my point why the combine really doesn't matter about the drills like that because they already have, you know, that's why I don't pay attention to it, but teach their own. It'll be, it's going to be pretty interesting. I, it's, I don't know if they're going to use some of that same zebra technology that the Senior Bowl used. Yeah. Uh, you see uh, uh, the, the Senior Bowl staff talk about all the time with like the spin and everything. That was a big thing for Sam Howe. He can mm. really spin it. Uh, so it's gonna. I think that there's gonna be some interesting. <laughs> can he can he escape Aaron Donald spin or not? That's the question <laughs> right. they should ask. That's I don't right. give a daggone if you can throw a duck or a spiral. Can he can you run away from Aaron yeah. Donald? Okay. Well, that's what we the lineman the lineman <laughs> stuff I think is important for them. That's actually sure. you know the QB stuff. Yeah, that's kind of fun to watch. But the linemen, mm. uh, I think this is really mm-hmm. where you you can find. Good linemen, if they if with the bench pressing, with the cone drill to show that kind of interior movement, because they are going to have to replace uh, Sheriff. Yeah. Uh, Mayhew, May, Mayhew talked a little bit about overstepping, you know, a couple months ago when he said mm-hmm. that they offered him the contract. He said he gave up too much information. Doesn't want to negotiate like that. It doesn't sound like the negotiations are still happening though. Sounds ha- like Sheriff is going to be elsewhere. We're used to that. 
we're not, we've been used to him not being there. Mm. So, like, what's the difference of him being there at the beginning than in the middle? Nothing. Yeah. We've been through this. Let him go. So, well, well <laughs> you need to watch the combine then for the linemen to see who they're going to uh, I don't need. In the second need. round to replace him. It's going to be I'll second just, or third I'll, round more I'm than likely to replace Twitter. Sheriff. I'm reading Josh's Twitter, Michael Haas's Twitter in April, and that's what I'm going to base my decision on. (laughs) Well, that sounds good. Well, I think that's going to wrap up our combine talk. When we come back for the cool down, we are going to cool down with a little major league baseball uh, because we can talk about it. They can't because they're not going to have any games coming up here on the cool down. All right, I was making the joke about the Major League Baseball. They're not going to have any games. But before we do that, you know, get in the comments. Let us know what you think, you know, Washington Commanders goals, who they should be targeting in this combine. Uh, let us let us find, you know, let us hear about that. Uh, you know, if you're listening to Audio One, hit us up on Twitter and uh, tell us what you think as far as their goals. Now, that being said, Major League Baseball, the teams – and the players mm-hmm. got together. They could not hammer out a deal. Reports that the Nationals apparently lose money. Uh, you know, stuff like this is happening. What What do you guys? You know, as Trev, I know you're not necessarily the huge baseball guy. Stoner, you you you're a Nats fan, and and you do enjoy baseball. Disappointing that opening day has been pushed back. I mean, beyond disappointing. What these guys don't seem to understand, and I know they all talk their talk, and they say that they understand what this is doing to their game by by having to cancel games, but they are killing a sport that is already dying. If you just look at the numbers that people are watching all the way back, you go all the way back to the 70s and how many people are watching, all it does is go down, 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 down. And nobody's watching baseball anymore. And now you're going to start canceling games because, as I believe it was Commissioner Faye Vincent or something way back in the 70s or 80s or something, he said, this is millionaires who can't agree with billionaires or something like that, right? These guys, all of them, already have tons and tons and tons of money. And they're arguing about little things. They've got to stop all of that. Because you're going to kill the game to the point where you can't come back from it. You said, I'm a, I'm a Nats fan. I'm a huge Nats fan. I'm a season ticket holder in a group. I'm with a, a bunch of different guys so that we don't all have to fork over 81 games worth. Nobody can really go to that many games. But the guy who's been running our program for the last 15 years, I think he's been doing it. He said... He's out after this year. He's not doing it anymore. He can't keep going through all of this stuff that baseball keeps doing to us with everything they did during the pandemic uh, mm-hmm. when they only played 40 games, was it? 52 it's games? I don't know 60 games. Was, 60 games or whatever when every other sport figured out how to do it and, and mm-hmm. to get most of their season in. There were shortened seasons, but 60 games because they couldn't hammer out certain parts of an agreement. It's ridiculous what they're doing. And they're going to kill the game that's already dying by canceling games 
and affecting guys like me and like you guys who are just from big fans to casual fans, you're going to take them out when you just start losing these games. It's ridiculous. And 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 I'm getting tired of it. You can probably never get me off of my, I'm always going to be a fan. I'm always going to go to games, but there are guys out there who are just not going to stand for this anymore. And they're just going to, it's, it's just, it's too much. You've got billions and billions of dollars that you guys are arguing over. Figure it out. It ain't that hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's unfortunate that it's happening because it really, you know, they've got their money. Uh, so the the bigger thing is, is you have the people who are employed by Major League Baseball stadiums and who rely Absolutely. on that kind of income. They're the ones who are missing out right now. Uh, or will be missing out, and that's uh, that's unfortunate. Uh, interesting from Fight for Old DC. There, the Commanders should just move to Nats Park and share the stadium with them. That would you know harken back to the '70s, right, where the '70s stadiums were all built to be dual purpose. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that would be interesting. The problem with that is the Commanders are looking for uh, a an enclosure, so mm-hmm. Nats Park isn't going to work for for them there. The on the baseball front. The do you think that the, we're going to get a resolution halfway through the season? It's because I don't I don't foresee it happening within the the next couple of weeks. I do. Uh, I, they're going to figure do. it out in the next couple of weeks, but so. the damage is going to be done mm-hmm. already because because you, you're going to cancel those games and it's the projected opening day now is April seventh is the earliest they can do now is what I heard today. Yeah. That's March thirty first. Yeah, so the original supposed to be March thirty first. So now we're, yeah. we're we're pushing back a week. So baseball, uh, just, baseball in April. Are we going to have a Major League Baseball in April? Yes. Yeah, we are. Like Stoner said, I think they're just. This is the petty stage. This is the whiny baby stage of the lockout, and they'll put their big boy big boy pants on, big girl pants on, and get a get a deal hammered out. But like you said, Stoner, it's ridiculous that billions of dollars are being argued about when yeah and, you know and the, just like like nathan said the people you know just think about the people down in florida and arizona in the spring training uh places that just that count on these these teams to come in there and these yeah. players and the tourists and the games mm-hmm. and all that it's stuff bigger than just the game it's it bigger is- than just the nine innings right it's so Absolutely. so bigger and i'm not even a baseball fan like that but i do understand it's way bigger than that. Yeah, the people like you said, lives, livelihoods are at stake. Their jobs, Absolutely. Their like, and you just that. went so through just, the pandemic. You just went literally people struggling. Yes. to make ends meet uh, because of everything that was going on over the last couple of years, and now you're doing it because of something you can control. Mm-hmm. All that was stuff you could not control. You control it now, and now people yeah. are starting to take notice. You've had a chance. They didn't meet for like four months or whatever. Yeah. Why yeah. not? Why did you all have to wait until they it got waited too until close last before minute, you started yeah. trying to hammer out a deal? It's insane, and it drives me crazy when it's like that. And it's usually on the owners. The owners have tons of money. They didn't they just all of a sudden. I was, I was about to ask who 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 needs to make the concessions: the owners or the owners? Players? Yeah, they, uh, owners. they didn't just discover that they had forty million dollars a year yeah. to pay Mike Trout. They've <laughs> had that all along. 
Exactly. Like, yeah, how do you I mean, not realize that when you offer Juan Soto over $350 million over how many years was that? 13 10, years or something yeah, like that. You don't, you don't have $40 million. We, come on. This was the Nationals. This is, this is, <laughs> that, you know, most of that money was deferred until I mean, you and I will be well, in they said, Depends they diapers. Say, <laughs> over, um, contract offer, there was no deferred money in that, but they are famous for offering deferred money. And that's why you wow. don't get a Bryce Harper. Uh, you know, you can't wow. re-sign Bryce Harper. And well, I, I mentioned the Nationals were one of the teams that were called out as far as losing money. Do you believe yeah. that? Do you believe I, that I there's believe multiple it. teams? There's, I think there's somewhere up to nine or ten teams that are in the red. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the Nationals are always at the top of, you know, the the spending money as far as on players. They're always in the top, usually in the top five. They're always in the top ten. They're never really afraid to spend money. They don't necessarily spend it on the right guys. I mean, they had a choice. Do we sign Rendon or Strasburg? And they signed mm-hmm. Strasburg, and he's pitched like 16 innings since they gave him that huge deal. And mm-hmm. I mean, Rendon hasn't been much better where he went. But they spend the money, and they're obviously not very good at it if they are losing money. But that's that's part of being an owner in mm-hmm. baseball. Like the learners are are the richest owners in baseball. We keep hearing that. Who knows? We haven't seen their books, right? The owners of the Nationals, they're the richest owners. But they don't spend their own money on the team. They spend right. the money that they make from the team. The team. They don't go the digging team. into their own pockets. No. So they may end up losing money uh, because maybe they're not doing good business-wise otherwise. But – yeah, I can I can see that maybe they're one of the few teams that loses money. I don't care. I mean, just give me a competitive team every year. <laughs> Get a freaking collective bargaining agreement done and stop with all of this. And let's go play some baseball and let's – Get pictures and play ball. Take me out to the ball. (laughs) Drive me crazy. Can I I transition to another DC sport real quick? Yeah, sure, of course. I want to bring this back up because you touched on it earlier. Oh, we did. We did not get to G17's question, but I did want to get to that. Uh, KP has he not uh, played yet? Nope he he's he's not. Not he's probably not not. Yeah, he's probably not going to for the foreseeable (sighs) future. Um, I just don't think that it's needed so, for him to come back. Who's that? Tim Legler said he's called the unicorn because you hardly ever <laughs> you see rarely him. see him. You, you yeah. rarely see him. He's so. So rare why did we make? Did we make a play for him for next season? Is that what that was? Well, I mean, we, the, the, the play was that he can get healthy, and when he's healthy, he's dominant. And you wanted to shed off two players that were not working out for you here. The contracts, as Stoner mentioned, were kind of a bit of a wash. Mm. Um, Thomas Stanertetsky, whatever his name is, he's back. <laughs> Woo! Welcome back. Hello. Let's go. I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't a Sado guy. This uh, ex- I'm not a big Sado guy. What, there's like, what, 20 games left? So KP's probably not going to play. Yeah, he's I don't, probably I don't not going to play. I don't think KP is going to play this season. I think that they're going to just keep him sidelined, and I'm okay with that. Uh, he's a commander. I would fan. like to see. Yeah, I would like to see some more from the guys that they do have. I, I the game yesterday, I tweeted this out. It was they were horrible to watch against the Pistons. They were just bad. I mean, I know yeah. they won the game. Thank God. It was just like every, like most possessions. I was like, "What are we doing here?" I mean, people criticized them last year 
for Westbrook and like just dribbling it up the court, waiting, and then just like chucking something up. That's what I was watching against the Pistons a lot of the times. There was a little bit more ball movement, but then you have like Ish Smith who would just sit there and like stare at his defender, take a couple dribbles, and then like do a stutter step forward and then kind of throw it up there. I'm like, what are you doing? His name is Ish. That's all you got to (laughs) know. Yeah. Yeah. His name's Ish Smith. And there's a reason, you know, he's been on, I believe, 14 different. It's been 14, 15 ish games, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. The, um, yeah, it's just, you know, Neto, Neto's trying to back down people in the paint. I'm like, dude, you're taller than you. Your name is Neto. Your name is Neto. You should not be backing down. Cam Mingo did tweet yesterday, though, like, something has to happen. If Atlanta loses, if we beat Atlanta tomorrow or Friday, we could take over the 10th spot, which means. That's a play-in spot too, right? But I think mm-hmm. the seven and eight spots are double elimination play-in. Yes, it's and double then, elimination mm-hmm. at seven and eight. So and uh, nine and ten. So that's where you want to get to. Yeah. So nine, so nine and ten play. The loser of that's out. The winner of that we, will play the the loser did, of the seven and eight game. So we said that, guys. We said this could be a play-in tournament. I mean, tournament team. So if mm-hmm. they get there, would, that would be honestly now. If they get there now. I think would be more surprising than when we said they would get there I because so. they had they had Bradley Beal then they had right. more people Spencer Dinwiddie Harold we thought oh yeah they'll get there now yeah. they're they're all gone they're still playing this way I think it'll be more of a shock now to get there without KP Beal and everybody oh I you know we're we're not pro tankers here so I'm no, not no. I'm not asking for them to get the lottery no. But, so one of the things I think is a good sign about them if they make it to a play-in game yeah. is that they were coached well enough, not mm-hmm. having star power, mm-hmm. and to get that there. saves West Unsell's job. I think, in my opinion, that's I think his, job. he well, saved yeah. this year. He, he his, well, his, 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 maybe next year you can put him on the hot seat, I, but I, his his seat's not as the warm as Ron's, and I don't think Ron's seat is warm. Not as warm as Stoner thinks it is, but yeah. Oh, his seat's hot, bro. He's fourteen and nineteen in two years. His seat's yeah. hot. Yeah, go seven and ten, and let's see how hot that seat is. If, if we were so next season, it's hot. This time, it's not. It's not hot. Seven right and t- seven and ten with a rebrand and all this stuff. He a rebrand, <laughs> new QB, maybe not a new QB. We'll see. Watch the combine <laughs> this week. Let us know who you like out of the combine. And we'll be back next week to give our thoughts on that and more. This has been Ref the District here. We stream live every Wednesday, 730 on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. We're sponsored by Pacers Running for every run they've got you taken care of. And, of course, we're sponsored by our very own Sky Bar, where you can go to Lexington, Virginia, and catch mm-hmm. Trev in person. Fully open. Mm-hmm. Great atmosphere. Great really people. Good, good really drinks. Good. And of yes. course, you get star power with Trev <laughs> behind the bar. You know. So catch us on your favorite audio platform. And thank you for all the birthday wishes. Uh, I'm going to go get myself an adult beverage now. Oh. And you all just have to remember until next time. Happy birthday. Be a fan. <laughs> we love Washington. Uh huh. And we saw them die hard fans. Yeah, we are. You know, we keep it on 10. One, two, three. Defense. Let's go. And they gifted. We are Ref the District. Oh, Come on now and join us. Join us.